All right, g'day, Will here. Uh, this is an episode I recorded actually in December with Andy Peters. Andy Peters is always one of my favorite guests on the show. Um, look, I only really get people on the show who are my favorite people who I think are really funny. And the way I try to do the show is it's not, you know, necessarily new guests every week. I find people that I like and I like having conversations with and uh, get regular people back. And uh, Andy is one of those people that even though uh, we had a lost episode, so I feel like I've bonded a step further than you guys got to. Uh, with Andy, but I've just liked hanging out with him as well in real life. So I just hope he's going to become an ongoing part of the family. Uh, he was invited to do the LA Podfest. Uh, he was going to fill in for that one for us, uh, but he was away doing some work himself that day. So at some stage, he'll do one of the live shows, I hope. And uh, well, he's just brilliant. He's brilliantly funny, a uh, brilliant improviser. So uh, I hope uh, if this is the first time you're hearing Andy, uh, if you've already heard him before, you know all these things that I'm saying are true. But if this is your first time, please enjoy. Um, I haven't actually listened back to the episode yet. I'm going to have a little listen after I do this intro uh, so I can come up with a name for the episode and stuff. But uh, I am I'm very much looking forward to it. I don't ordinarily listen back to the episodes, but sometimes you have certain guests where you're like, they're so quick. Gareth as well, I guess. Uh, but guess that uh, the conversation is so sometimes flies by so quickly that you have to go back and go, fuck, oh, that's what we said. And, you know, maybe because I was drunk or stoned or something, you know, like, I mean, there may be a variety of factors. There may be a perfect storm. Who knows? But anyway, uh, love Andy. I love having him on the podcast. Hopefully, uh, when I go back to LA in a, uh, a few days, uh, I'll be able to get him back on the podcast again and you'll be able to hear one uh, down the track from him. Um, I'm going to try to put up a few in the next uh, few days. It's my birthday on the weekend and... Uh, uh, I'm going to celebrate my birthday, uh, just a quiet thing, but like a, you know, a, a thing that's over a couple of days, you know, some fun little things and just, uh, you know, f- like a small amount of people. And uh, it's, uh, I'm very much looking forward to it, but um, I've been working really hard on my shows, uh, trying to get a, a bunch of that work done as well um, so that I can actually enjoy the weekend. So uh, 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 we've been flogging the new show. I've been doing radio everywhere. Thanks for everyone for having me on. Uh, Sydney. Uh, actually went on pre-sale yesterday. I don't know what the fucking difference is, by the way. Yeah, they always say these things like, like the Opera House got a bit mad that I announced on this podcast that I was doing the Opera House, but I didn't know that like I was the thing that got announced. I just thought I was the thing that I told people about, like mostly. That's how I thought it worked. But apparently I'm a thing that gets announced and the Opera House get mad if they... Not that mad, by the way. I should not... Uh, uh, characterize them as being overly mad but there was an email i believe that i didn't have to deal with so really why am i even bringing this up like it affected my life at all someone else solved it for me but the point being <laughs> sorry this is way too fucking inside baseball tonight um anyway here's the thing um uh the, the opera house went on pre-sale and uh yeah yesterday was uh it was a, a pretty big day for me because um uh, we sold more tickets uh, in a day on an opening day um, than we ever have before for any show that we've done. So anyway, that was really great. That was very positive and I'm working really hard on this new show and I hope it's going to be something that people really enjoy. So uh, the fact that people have already put their faith in the idea that it will be good uh, by buying a ticket, because uh, that's basically what they've done. They've gone, we're hoping it'll be good. Please come up with something good by then. And I'm trying my best to do that. Um uh, thank you so much for supporting the show. And uh, it is one night only in Sydney this year. One night only at the Sydney Opera House, April 7th. Uh, yeah, two shows. 
uh, two shows that night, but uh, one night only. Justin Hamilton doing support, of course. So it's just it's going to be a fun night. Uh, here are the plugs. Uh, I'm doing the show in uh, Canberra, Adelaide, uh, Brisbane, Melbourne, Sydney, uh, Perth, and uh, at Meltdown in Los Angeles. Uh, they are the dates at the moment. Uh, they are the only dates at the moment. So if you're in one of those places and you want to come and see the show, um, you know, go to my website or just Google, you know, Fire at Will or whatever, and you'll find the details. April the 9th is the date you want to know if you like the live uh, TOEFOP. Uh, James Fosdyke has designed... You know what the thing is about Fosdyke? You think at some stage that there's this kind of peak Fosdyke. You know, you kind of feel like, well, the next year's poster or the next thing he does for us, just because the last one was so good, there is actually no way that it can be better. And that's fine. We would be happy with like, you know, 85%. I don't know why I said that statistic, by the way. I, I realized that I backed myself into the corner of saying a number and I threw one out there that I have not thought about in any way. I, it does not in any way represent my views on how much percent less that we would accept. So, um, <laughs> all right, fucking hell. I thought it'd be quick, uh, but it is not being quick, of course. Of course it's not. I bothered plugging in the microphones and putting the batteries in the back. There was a whole process. I feel like I've got to talk for at least as long as it took me to put the batteries in. Um, okay, so I'm going to put out a bunch of podcasts in the next uh, few days. Uh, the live TOEFOP will be April 9th at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. John Deeks uh, will be hosting another edition of the thing we did at the live uh, LA Podfest. Uh, How will do you know, Charlie, with a bunch of uh, special guests from the TOEFOP FOFOP universe. If you would like to support that universe, you can do that, of course, at patreon.com slash TOEFOP. A small amount, big amount, you can pledge for a month. Um, uh, Maybe with these James posters uh, that he's done for the Melbourne Comedy Festival show, which are fucking amazing. Maybe we'll put a level on the Patreon that after it, we'll sell them at the show, but if there's some left over, we'll get them signed and uh, maybe we'll put them on a level on the Patreon and stuff like that because they are... They are collector's pieces, so uh, hopefully that show is going to be the biggest thing we've ever done, and uh, uh, we will let you know when that is on sale, but that'll be April 9. Okay, there you go. Uh, It was longer than it should have been, but uh, you know what? Whatever. Like, I imagine the people who skipped through this have already skipped through it by now, and if you're one of the people who didn't skip through it, you know, I understand those other people. Like, I fucking get it, right? The following episode of FOFOP is classified M.A. It contains some coarse language, some nudity, drug references, a sex scene, time travel, terrible Batman impersonations, a Charlie Clausen pronounced Clausen-shaped hole, and mild coarse language. FOFOP advises that the program is not suitable for persons under the age of 15, and minors must be accompanied by an adult guardian or priest. This is John Deke speaking. Everyone relax, this is Tofop. <laughs> Ironically, I'm not relaxed. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Fofop. I'm Will Anderson and uh, joining me, uh, it's good to have him back. Uh, he's a man of a lost episode, uh, always one of the special people in the history of this podcast, the people who've had lost episodes so it's nice to have him back for a replacement episode uh hello guest charlie andy peters how are you what's going on hello will good to see you i didn't know i was what what episode got lost oh we lost one in my great loss i had a great loss where i lost like uh six episodes the great uh yeah we call it the great loss yeah 
just in general in the comedy world we in the podcast comedy <laughs> world <laughs> are there times like when we'll look back at the history of podcasts will we make note of lost episodes of podcasts or will we just not care i think there will be actually uh like a, one of those um you know uh what do they call them the spoken biographies or like spoken histories you know where they interview it like they, they did one about saturday night live and yeah. it's like you know so they interview a bunch of people and they just make a book that it's like all the interviews kind of intertwined like you know on the topic so there'll be one of those and it'll just You'll be have to the do people. a retrospective when you're still doing this podcast in like 32 years <laughs> right but it, so well ronnie chang who's now on the daily show he was one yeah. of the lost episodes so you know maybe it's a pet project for ronnie you know he kind of like daily show takes him to bigger and bigger things you know he, he suddenly is like one of the biggest acts in the country and he wants to do some side projects yeah. and he just goes back and he goes you know what really bothers me that first episode of fofop i did that was hilarious <laughs> That's just gone. It's gone, gone I, forever. I, 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 should we try to recreate it? Like, I, I feel like we can. Uh, Wouldn't that be great parts? if I'd had notes? <laughs> if I like, well, this is what we talked about last time. You Let's have, have a crack. Well, actually, in the second act, <laughs> you had a great thing about subways. Uh, hello, how hey, are you? How's it going? How's your country? <laughs> how's, how's it going? That should be how we greet each other. When yeah. we're like, how's your country? How's your- I, I, we don't need to bring up America. It's bad. Right. It's really bad here. Hey, is Donald Trump going to be uh, the president? I don't that know. That can't happen, I got shot at by 12 different people on my way oh, <laughs> just 12. to this show. I feel like that's, we're not far from that future. Right. Well, like, you got, I was you got shot. I can't make it to the podcast. I was shot at. Oh, well, that's, a, that's fair enough. You well, got, you were shopping. I mean, that, yeah. You were shopping in one of the shoot 'em up malls. Right. <laughs> One of the frequent shoot 'em up malls. You, well, you should can, avoid those. I mean, well, well, I mean, that, I gotta have my Wetzel's pretzels. Right, and by the way, that's where you buy the guns. You get it straight at the Walmart, straight to the food court. I mean, that's a, it's that an is efficient. my that is my curiosity about guns. It is kind of this common known thing. It's too easy to get guns in our country, mm-hmm. but it, it hasn't quite gotten to that point yet. And that that's probably the next step. You do see, like, I watch shows like Fargo, where you in that show, like a guy who was just a proprietor of a small town gas station sold shotguns like right. had guns is that ha- is that happen in los angeles that that's not a thing but i'm wondering if you go to like oh, a yeah. shopping mall in um sheboygan can you get like at a duty-free shop can you get like tic tacs and a semi-automatic i don't think it's that bad yet i don't know where sheboygan is Sheboygan, I think there's two Sheboygans. There's oh, one there in go. Illinois. No, that throws another confusion into the mix. I want to look it up. I think there's spell, two Sheboygans. How do you even spell Sheboygan? Uh, Sheboygan oh, is Sheboygan. a great it comedy like town, a, by the way. Sheboygan. If, if you want to reach into the grab bag of towns <laughs> to use in a comedy act, Sheboygan. Oh, Move that right oh, up. Sheboygan. Right next to Walla Walla. <laughs> okay. Put Sheboygan right next to Walla Walla. Now I'm looking up. How many Sheboygans? Sheboygan. So how do you even spell anyway, Sheboygan? I'm terrified. I want to know how Sheboygan's spelled. How are you, what are you Googling to find Sheboygan? What, well, I'm going to spell it, it wrong. With? And then do you ever do that where you just know that you're going to uh, misspell and Google and just hope they still f- like figure it out? You figure it out. Oh, I mean, absolutely. Oh, all the time. But Sheboygan. Uh, you ready for it? Yep. S-H-E-B-O-Y-G-A-N. It's a city in Wisconsin. Oh. Sheboygan. Sheboygan. Okay. That's pretty much phonetically spelled, to be honest. You've never done a show in Sh- you never Sheboygan? Sold out in Sheboygan? No. Do they have a comedy club? I think they do. Shakes well, in Sheboygan like or something? <laughs> you know? Goofing hams in Sheboygan. <laughs> oh, Sheboygan. Sheboygan's just one of those. It's, it's a, a it's funny. Just, like now that I've said it, I can't believe sound. it's a place. Yeah. How do you even live there? 
every day you would say it, wouldn't you? I'm from Sheboygan. Sheboygan. It's I bet, like, you know what I mean? Like every business in town would be Sheboygan chips. I've only Sheboygan met one tires. actual person from Sheboygan. Sheboygan. I had a, what do you I, think the population of Sheboygan is? Oh, I just had it in front of me. Okay. I want to know how big Sheboygan is. Um, Populate, what would you guess? It's like a, a mid-sized town, middle, Midwest. Okay, yeah, uh, 35,000 people. Close. Uh, 49,288 oh. as of 2010. So who knows? I mean, I would say That was least... the last time they checked was 2010. <laughs> I know. What are they? That was five years ago. That's a long time ago. But here's the thing. So over 50,000 now, you'd imagine. Yeah. Unless there's been some sort of mass, mass exodus of Sheboygan that we don't know about. But here's the thing. Why would you leave? When Sheboygan. You're Sheboygan? When you're, but just to use it a lot, I would leave just to be able to use it oh. when people ask you where you're yeah, from. I'm like, from Sheboygan. Guess where I'm from? Yeah, Sheboygan. <laughs> it's a funny. What's the funniest town you can think? of? <laughs> Sheboygan. That's where I'm from. Sheboygan. Sheboygan. It's the perfect um, uh, Jerry Lewis. Oh, but, totally. Uh, that's what I was thinking before. It's like a Sheboygan. I feel like that's how I knew about that town, <laughs> and then when I met a man from there, I think. That, that must be what they're sick of. Like, if you're from Sheboygan, people constantly... If you move to Los Angeles from Sheboygan, every day, you probably get 18, 19, Sheboygan! <laughs> it's true. And <laughs> they're like, oh, we're not in Sheboygan anymore. That's not, we, we don't talk like that in Sheboygan. We're just normal people. Yeah. Uh, what were we talking about? Oh, mass shootings. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the Oh, mass- yeah. We're no trying to... No we're sh- tiptoeing around mass shootings. No one's shooting each other in Sheboygan, though. That's the... you know. That I mean, would be a tough... Think about, like, right. if there was a serious shooting in Sheboygan, how tough it would be to, like, report that uh, to seriously. Be, like, seriously, without constantly wanting to go, in Sheboygan! We've had America's biggest tragedy tonight in Sheboygan! Sheboygan! <laughs> Uh, a lot of people are dead. There's blood in the streets, and um, cops are everywhere. That we don't know where the second shoot. Sheboygan <laughs> is on total lockdown. Please stay indoors. Do not exit uh, if you are on West Seventh Street in Sheboygan. <laughs> it's a red alert. It's a red alert. Manhunt in progress. We don't know where they got their guns, but they got guns, and uh, we lost a lot of good Sheboygan. <laughs> Citizens tonight. We'll be right back. I would have thought they got the guns at Sheboy Guns. There it is. Uh, oh boy, and that's their local <laughs> commercial. Oh boy, guns. It's Sheboy Gun. Get your get oh get your oh guns at Sheboy Gun. Sheboy Guns. Sheboy Guns. Sheboy Guns. Uh, it's t- uh yeah. So Trump, this was this was more the question I wanted to ask. Trump for president. Yeah. Is there like is there any chance that he'll get to be the Republican nomination, do you think? I think there he I think he might get the nomination. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I mean, that we're crazy. really living in that town at that time that was like depicted on The Simpsons as like a ridiculous <laughs> fictional time right. that has no chance of happening back in like ninety five is now the one that's really happening. Things shouldn't happen. The like parody time paradox that they painted in like the early 90s of like, hey man, if if everything stays this conservative, we're going to like be in this place. And it's, we're now like in that place where Donald Trump. But the show's still on. Here's here's a general rule. A cartoon shouldn't be able to predict a dystopian future and still be running at the time that that dystopian future comes like, I mean, there's still Terminator movies in the fucking cinemas, <laughs> yeah. and we're living in Terminator. And we're starting, we're in the beginning phases of Terminator. I saw the most recent one, and it was less scary than the world we live in right now. 
I was like, this is You're not just in the like, future bring anymore. Bring on the Terminator. Right. I'd love to go back to those idyllic times depicted in Terminator. Wouldn't that be Genesis. nice? We need robot armies. We got all this technology. We have robot armies, mate. Google are working, investing billions of dollars on coming oh, yeah. up with their own robot army. There's well, robot armies. When, when's the, when's, and like, oh, when do we hit the green like, light on robot armies? Like, send mate, them out now. Well, like in the. Clean up the streets. We need like a, we need a Terminator. Oh, yeah. A scenario. Well, this is how it happens, though. Like, this is how it happens. Like, well, you drones know, are kind of a robot army. Ro- drones are a robot army. Yeah. People are sitting in fucking warehouses in Nevada, like, uh, piloting these drones, like, they're fucking video games and, you know, bombing places where they kill the innocent civilians. But let's do that with, like, big, huge, giant, awesome-looking robots, <laughs> too, though. Just to get, like, better footage out of it. You see the, like, grainy <laughs> point-of-view footage of the drones, and it's like, this is just, like, you know, look. This is how you get America. It came from, like, death. It's literal death from above. I want to see, like, a point-of-view of just a marching in there robot with, like, the with like the robo screen, and you're seeing, like, the destruction that, that robot's causing. What you've basically stumbled onto is the first way that uh, we could ever get America interested in uh, foreign policy and other countries, which is... Point-of-view not- footage of war? Yeah, if the whole world suddenly just becomes a movie. Yeah. Like, basically, you just, like, put your cameras on the drones and you shoot, like, the war as if the most realistic war movie of all time and you just put it on TV 24 hours a day and you go, okay, well, we're America, this is what we do. And that's a different Arnold Schwarzenegger movie called Blade Runner. Right. Which is also (laughs) badass. And also, like, I feel like that's probably why Arnold Schwarzenegger got to go into politics. Because somewhere along the line, people are like, you're just predicting like what's going on. Like, what do you know, Arnold? Yeah. Uh, wouldn't that be great? <laughs> we're like, like you said two years really... away from Blade Runner. We're like five years away from Terminator. I mean, we tried to get Marty McFly, <laughs> but apparently he's not as well as he used to be. So you were our second choice. You really seem to be knowing what's going on in the future. <laughs> yeah, what is happening? I mean, we've seen these documentaries. You so you like, can you? Have you ever seen that movie, Blade Runner? Uh, it's one of yeah. my favorite movies. As hang a kid. on, are you talking about Blade? Is Blade Runner? Not Blade Runner. No, because um, Arnold uh, Schwarzenegger is yeah. not in that. What's Harrison the one Ford's where he's that? okay? Not Blade Runner. The Running Man. The Running Man. Yeah, that's the one. I mean, it's a where it's Jesse a, the Body of the running genre. Of oh, who <laughs> also became a uh, governor, right? Yeah. What does he know? And he predicted he was in Predator. Put that together. Oh my god! So the guy who knew about Terminators. And the guy that knows, because that that's coming too. Like I think the aliens are pretty close. Maybe sending like a right, but also just someone to check it out. Like, but also, what's, what's the, going on on that? What earth? are the name of the drones they're sending into war zones? One of the Terminators. No predators. Predator, predator drones. drones. So the next upgrade, like that company. I doubt it. Yeah. I doubt it. I doubt that's a coincidence. <laughs> I assume the Illuminati are involved in some way. Um. So yeah, he, that's a pretty uh, good pedigree for a movie, though, isn't it? Like if you think about it, like. That that uh, just war? that Running Man. No, that Running Man had both uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, who yeah. became governor of California, and Jesse Ventura, who became like governor of wherever he was governor of. Like out of a movie, <laughs> I think it was two, uh, Minnesota, right? right to have Minnesota. Two future governors, yeah. in one Hollywood movie. That's like a quite an interesting thing. Would any other Hollywood movie have a better strike rate of producing political candidates than no. Running Man? Well, Ronald Reagan was an actor, right? Right. But was there another like person in his movies? But he who also, also wasn't. Ronald to... Reagan wasn't doing like robot alien movies either. Right. He was doing like sport. Then he do like sports dramas. Like I a think lot he was like yeah, like a B movie actor. Like really wasn't. No, he? he was like a serious 
like Oscar contending actor. Oscar contending. When pre- and, and but now, the, so it just is that was that at Arnold the time, Schwarzen- or was that the stuff that gets rewritten? You know, North Korea style while he's president. Do no, he was like, like a legitimate movie star. Like he's he starred in a few, and I think he was nominated for an Oscar, right? Okay, my Ronald Reagan. <laughs> I mean, okay. Sure. Well, we do have this brick with information on it. Okay, we'll have a look. And look and it it up. Let's have a look at if Ronald Reagan was ever nominated. For what would Oscar. I Google? Is was Ronald was Reagan, Ronald a Reagan good, was Ronald Reagan a good actor? Not what I no, asked for. No, that doesn't work at all. <laughs> robots. Not what I asked for. How are robot. they going to take over? Not what I asked for. A robot. And you want to be a Terminator? <laughs> was Ronald Reagan a good actor? Now she's not even talking to me. Now she's not even responding. Well, she got mad because... Can you ask... uh, Five myths about Ronald Reagan. Maybe this will... Okay. Well, I want to find out five myths about Ronald Reagan regardless. I want to know what these five myths are. Okay. Because I don't even know that much about him. You got it. So I want to know what the myths are. Let's dispel some myths. Well, are you ready for that? I don't think you're ready for this truth. At number one, he was a bad actor. Myth. Myth. (laughs) Myth dispelled. Myth Myth busted. Well, yes and no. Well, that's a bad way to start dispelling something. Yes and no. Most of the movies he made as a Warner Brothers contract player are unwatchable. Okay. By persons Hang of on. sound mind. Most. Let me finish. <laughs> I don't know if we should. I feel like we've got enough evidence. When he was when he was president, it was easy to laugh at them. The spectacle of the leader of the free world, aka Secret Service Agent Brass Bancroft. What? Deploying an enormous ray gun against an airborne armada was especially hilarious. Oh, he did do some space movies. That was like early on he did some space movies. Even when Reagan believed he was acting well, as in King's Row, he betrayed, he betrayed infallible signs of thespian mediocrity. This is too well written, Right. this article. And then my internet stopped working. Hold on, hang in. This is one of those moments in the podcast where Just hang if tight. I was a professional... <laughs> Uh, you I would, would do something about this? this space. You or would, I would talk it. through it, but instead, I was like, "I'm just going to." So you open another I'll, beer. I'll open my beer in this like awkward pause, and then forget to edit it out of the podcast, so people will just have to go. Hang on, did my podcast okay. just stop? We're about to just dis- yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> a fun bonus. Uh, yeah, there should we go. I a little mystery check? in the middle? Is it broken? Ironically, he was transformed into... Oh, man, the, the website keeps stopping. This is the worst. Ironically, he was transformed into a superb actor when he took on the roles of governor of California, presidential... Okay, so they're saying he was acting. Then, as never in his movies, he became authoritative, authentic, irresistible to the eye and ear. His two greatest performances, in my opinion, were at the Republican National Convention in 1976 when he effortlessly... This might be like a pretty left-leaning website now that, <laughs> now that I read it. Now that I read it out loud... When he effortlessly stole Gerald Ford's thunder as nominee and made the delicate, yeah. So yeah. they were saying like, so they no, were saying his, his he was a acting acting was actor. garbage, but he but his acting as, as president. when he played president. <laughs> Isn't that the crazy like? And that and that makes me question the whole thing with Arnold Schwarzenegger and the other people. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger was like playing a governor, like he was kind of like uh, portraying it, and it, that, I think that's what kind of naturally happens when you're an actor. Now in charge. Right. Well, method. That's how I would handle it. If someone was just like, Andy, you're president, I'd be like, all right, well, I'm going to fake my way through this. (laughs) Yeah, of course. Well, of course you would. But that's, I think, what everyone is doing regardless. No one really. There's not like a school you go to where they teach you how to be president. Which there maybe should be. 
president yeah. school. Yeah, we whittle it down to like you know Canada. what, like the college football system. Oh, right. So what you have is a series of the best young people who are studying, you know, law, politics, economics, whatever the course is that you know you want your future leaders to. Yeah. Right. You get them in a series of like inter-college debates. You know, uh-huh. you have like a like a combine, like a presidential combine. In American football, we do a combine, right? Where we look at our candidates to be NFL players, and we see if we got what it takes. And they run like the forty, and they right. jump the high jump. Test them on controversial opinions. You throw them abortion. You throw them terrorism. You throw them yep. domestic, and like you know, terrorists in the country. Go you, right. and you got to just like there's like a lightning round, right? And be like, oh, okay, get next. Press conference, get them up for like, you know, the presidential address, you know. Who would like, scout that? Like senators would just be like in, a, in the stands? Well, I guess that's what it's like, yeah. Because you're looking to recruit people later on to be like, you know, in your, in your party. So it's like you have this system where people are actually learning, trialing. Well, that's what it should be. If we're supposed to believe like the idea that we really are electing a president, sometimes like people come about that I weren't even a re- aware we're in contention like bernie sanders when right. he came out of nowhere i'm like how come i didn't know about <laughs> i should have been like doing my bernie sanders research years ago i i'm like cr- trying to crash learn because he came out of nowhere i'm like why was why wasn't he on my radar like 10 years but ago at least he's kind of been there like no one ever said like ever. in 15 years you're gonna need to know who bernie sanders right is. but at least he's been there sometimes it seems yeah. to me at least from the outside in america that like there's just some guy goes i own a lot of pizza shops i could be president <laughs> Or Donald Trump, who's like, I was on The Apprentice, I could be president. Yeah. Why is Donald Trump, like, what makes Donald Trump think? Like, honestly, because in Australia, (laughs) Money, it's just money. He thinks But we have parliamentary politics in Australia, so you have to be a member of a party, you work your way up through the party, there are a lot of things that are wrong with that, but here, you can just be, It's a waste of time how you guys do it. Like, I am a billionaire, can I be president? Yes. And the fact, by the way, that you let them audition for the job for fucking 18 months while there's still someone doing the job. Isn't that the it's best? so fucking weird. <laughs> like, imagine but you it's were a doing TV your job. Show. It's a but season of a TV show. Yeah. They're coming in and they're like, who's going to replace you? For 18 months, that's a yeah. fucking sideshow while you're trying to get shit done. Yeah. And all these fucking morons who want your job are and making that's it as why hard Obama, as possible and for you. And you see Obama handling that in the best way. Like, just he's now becoming a looser... Like he's giving speeches. Didn't he say? What did he say in a speech like the other day? He said like if people want to blast off at the mouth, about he said like uh, a phrase like uh, pop. He said pop off at the mouth. Like he's now saying like, stuff right. like that. We're just like just deal with it. I'm saying all of it. Yeah, quit, quit popping off on me, mate. The closer it gets, like the only <laughs> reason I want Trump to be president is to hear what fucking Obama says in his speech on the way out. I'm like, hey, idiots. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Uh, Fuck are this shit. But hasn't it made for like the best thing to watch as as far as uh, oh. I mean the debates I mean, you, have been amazing. If, I mean if you don't care, it's, most, it's been the most entertaining. But, uh, well, but you, know you do like, have to okay, ride but, that fine line of like I'm very entertained right now, but this guy cannot be our president. So at some point we got to be like shows up, mate. You know <laughs> we what can't it is? Fun anymore? It's you. No, this is what it is. You've you've thrown a parent. You've, you've thrown a party at your parents' house while they're away. Mm-hmm. You haven't told them. And then some dickhead <laughs> is jumping off the roof into the swimming pool. Yeah. And, you know, you're like, this is fucking hilarious. But if he breaks his fucking neck, like, my whole life is ruined. That's what America's gone through at the moment. Yeah, it's uh, good to watch as long as you don't care about the state of the fucking house tomorrow. But you're going to wake up tomorrow and there's going to be no fence because someone fucking burned it down to put in the fucking bonfire. <laughs> and there's going to be people who are fucking in every room of your house yeah. and everyone's stolen stuff. Like, you know. 
Like, like now it, that I look at the state of my house, a lot of antiques were broken. Uh, he really came in through here, like right, like a be- yeah. It, That's it, what it is. It's ruining everything. Like this fact that like you know these people who are saying these most, it, it just. I said it the other day. I, I think I was talking to Gareth about it, but it's like to, to me, it's like fucking. It's like wrestling. Yeah, the whole fucking it is America is wrestling. It's become wrestling. The way the America conducts, especially is the, the way wrestling. he dismisses people, is that very villainous the heel wrestler he's a, heel. he's a great heel that's what i said he's like he's, he's he literally played a heel he did a thing uh in wrestling where uh he had uh, a very rare hair versus hair match with vince mcmahon right i think at a wrestlemania like a couple years ago and it was uh he didn't wrestle he had a person that he was in the corner of and vince mcmahon had bobby lashley in his corner oh umaga was in donald trump's uh-huh. corner the great umaga Tell me a little you know bit about, about the history of Umaga. Oh, he's from a famous Samoan wrestling family. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, like that, I th- I'm pretty sure it's the same family that The Rock came out of. Okay, because he, uh, he's a third generation wrestler. The like, Rock, yeah. So there's this large Samoan family, like extended yep. family, that all these great wrestlers came from. Umaga, uh, there's Bobby Lashley, and I think Umaga was in Vince McMahon's corner. Uh, was in Donald Trump's corner. Okay, and then Umaga won. Oh. And uh, Vince McMahon had to get his he- head shaved. Wow. And I Donald mean. Trump got out of there, not head shaved. But he did get to be like, he got to cut promos and be like a villain that he's now just like doing as the presidential candidate. He's it the is. same character, where that dismissive. Did you see him the other day when the protester, like the way, if I was running for president, the show would shut down if one protester, I'd be like, why are you, come on guys, why are we protesting? He's just like got this attitude of like, hey, You're an idiot. get him out of right. here, you idiot. But he's a fat idiot. But it's that wrestling thing of like he's really, you know, he's coming out. You know, in fucking uh, I, when I went when in, uh, the wrestlers first came to Australia, when The Rock was still wrestling, like the, yeah. when he was at the peak of being The Rock, like Triple H came out. It was like, and so Edge, we were in Melbourne, and uh, he was trying to do that thing where he came out and like, so between Victoria and New South Wales, he was going to be do the whole, you know, like you know we're as good as New South Wales. Oh yeah, you know, that that's sort the of one. classic. Right? The classic, right? Like I'm sure wrestlers, when they check into a town, they have right. to find like their contact and be like, yeah. okay, what's, well, what's the stuff the, I can shit yeah, on? It's the, like being a road being comic. A local road like, comic. Like, yeah, yeah. Like what are the what's the town nearby that no one wants to go? No near? one likes potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, Ohio. Who's your sports rival? We're gonna shit on them a yeah. little bit. There's got to be like a checklist. But he fucked it up. That was my favorite bit. He goes, you know, you guys are nowhere near as good as New Wales. <laughs> and you just saw all the people in the stadium go, we know what you're trying to achieve. Yeah, we got, we get it. But, <laughs> you uh, don't know what you're saying. It's not really that convincing when you don't even remember the name of the place. Now in wrestling, they just do it by wearing like the sports jerseys. They don't even oh, yeah. try to like say anything now. They're just, now it's like a sports base. Like if you are going to go to New Wales, you just like local uh, football team just wear their jersey and well, go out. But that's what I think Trump is like. Like, I mean, I honestly believe that all this stuff, all this, like, you know, every time he, like, uh, does an impersonation of a disabled reporter or, like, oh, you know, says that Mexicans are rapists. Or My whatever. wife didn't believe that that happened. I tried to tell her. Like, she didn't read the news that night. I was like, no, he really did do that. Like, he did the whole, like, he did it. put his hand up and did the shaky yeah. thing that we haven't been doing since, like... The things that we wouldn't let kids do. I mean, I haven't done that since school. I was, like, 10 years old. And the, and it was and immediately, then, like, turned off. Like, like yeah. do not, you do not do that. No. He's doing that now. As now. An adult, old person. <laughs> like... <laughs> and uh, you can't tell other people, like... <laughs> they're still letting him run for president. And he's winning. 
Like on, there, on there day be... one, he opened with, like there if you're looking be... at his set, like it's just fucking hit after hit. Oh, yeah. He's opened with you look at it like uh, all Mexicans album, like are it's... criminals and rapists. <laughs> and the, and he, that killed. Yep. <laughs> People like, crushed oh, it. I fucking love the truth. I love I'm his dark shit. Look at this rope. What else is he going to say? And then he went with wall, a literal wall with a big a door. Just going to build a wall. A big door, though. Yeah. I like his, his, when he describes that big door. Like... God, I can't wait to see it. Like, it's going to be the construction. Can you imagine? He's going to be our president. And I hope he does that day one. Like, he really just starts doing Just starts, real lays things. the first brick. Like, no, no, no. There's a construction right. crew yeah. on the border right now. Really going for it. Like, the outline of the door. He wasn't fucking around. There's an outline of a door. And they're starting, like, it looks very preliminary. It looks rough. But they are building it. And I hope we live in that like fictional country. Well, just all that stuff about you know how he's just going to do things because America, you because know, like, America because I'm making America great again. Right. Yeah, but how are you going to how? Big just, wall seems expensive. How? Yeah, going to do it. Going to do that. You wouldn't believe it. How fast I'm going to do it. and everything. Every. <laughs> That's his other thing too. The best part of him is how fast <laughs> nothing will be a problem. It's not right, going to be. Terrorism, forget it. They're going to be gone so fast. So fast. They're all going to be dead so fast. <laughs> How are you going to do that? Don't even worry about it. So there are, Every enemy of America be dead so fast. I'm going to kick everybody out of the country so fast. It's going to happen so fast. I'm going to time. I want to like, I think we should really keep tabs on his presidency when he is president <laughs> and just like start a clock and be like, okay, when you were running for president, you, I, you said... <laughs> Six days, all the Mexicans gone. You're on day two. We still got all of our Mexicans. <laughs> the worst thing is, he probably would actually just fucking do it. He's gonna turn like our country let into dog like the a bounty show. hunter and just fucking. Oh yeah, put the well. There's the, the idea that we said in the first place. <laughs> we put cameras in the drones and we just film America watching America yeah. burn. And he's probably gonna do it's the ultimate. Because he comment on so what America became. Yeah, and it's he's so obsessed with the fame themselves of it. On TV. Yeah. Oh, actually, you know what? This is he a, won't even do like this. Uh, is a better idea than the perch. Just get, yeah. here we go. So, what about a movie like set in a world? This is your dystopian future where America has got to the point where America itself. So they just film everything, and then people, you know, obviously you watch it, but you can watch it on TV, and they just cut up the best bits. So people start doing more and more sensational things. Yeah. Like yeah, you start seeing like real street ninjas and like ninja fights. Right. Like. But people fucking and people like killing people and whatever because they're the most sexy storylines. <laughs> and America sits inside either yeah. taking part in this or watching America destroy itself. <laughs> anyway. Probably. And Donald Trump, <laughs> he would give like, if that was okay, like if, if he did turn, uh, yeah, the devastation <laughs> into a show, right. you know he would give like nightly addresses and be like yes. a professional. Rep. He would really have the opportunity. He, but to that's be what like, it'd be like. Look at that. He would be like the he first do, real supervillain. He would do all the meetings. Like this is the thing I've always loved about wrestling, and we like Charlie and I used to talk about this all the time. Is public meetings. Like you oh, know, yeah. so in a rest in the wrestling, if they're signing a contract or whatever, they Get do it, it in the ring. In the We're in the middle of, the of a sports arena. Right. Meet me at eight o'clock. Right. Bring. Don't wear your wrestling outfit. No. We're not going to wrestle. Wear no, no, a suit. We're having, dress we're having nice. a meeting. But we're still having a meeting. There's a meeting. <laughs> like that's what I think Trump's presidency would be like. Oh. We get to see it all. He does the speeches he's giving now. He's on campaign, but they do almost read like wrestling because he does them in arenas. And he is like in the mid, like a middle stage arena where like the backdrop is like a huge. Uh, and it's him when he people heckle like him. He shakes him off like a wrestler. 
Get him out of here. Get him out of here. I feel like he won't even say it anymore. Like he's been uh, the last like big speech, like big campaign, like stadium speech he gave. Uh, I, I saw this video that said that he was interrupted by like hecklers and protesters 11 times in two minutes. <laughs> and there's a video where you just watch that two minutes and he's trying to be like Donald Trump. But every uh, now and again, he just has to point and like get these like mystery people to like direct. And Lord knows what is happening to these poor people that he- heckled the Trump. What do you think happens to those people? I mean, I don't think good things. Like, do you think, um, yeah, I can't imagine they're just like brought to like their Uber. No. <laughs> oh, we called you an Uber. <laughs> we got you it's a on list. us. Donald got it's you an Uber us. on Donald. You it's were a little Donald. vocal back there. You know what? It's all part of the show. <laughs> we loved it. Good on you. Signed Donald Trump. I like to think eight. he's dragged a room and Donald Trump comes in later. Like, yeah. full, like you get knocked out, you fade <laughs> out. And now you're in like the bowels. This would be like really wrestler. Like, you're in the bowels of the sports arena, uh, yeah. the boiler room. Yeah. Guys, like, like the bag comes off your head, and Donald's just sitting like slow clap. Quite a show you put on back there. Really interruptive. Cameras were running and everything. He's leaning. He's just on slow, methodical. There's a, there's a chair, and he's like right on the corner of the chair, like yeah. a man spreading, <laughs> like a demon, oh, yeah. like tie hanging down, like you know, into loose, his crotch. You know, like a, speech, so he's a like, yeah, and he's yeah, loosened he's it up a bit. Tie is loose, and it's hanging down phallically nice over the crotch. Tonight. Yeah, <laughs> haven't had a chance to formally introduce myself. Hi, I'm future President Donald Trump. <laughs> had a lot to say back there. <laughs> I see you've met my boys. Bruno and uh, Jacob. <laughs> Donald Jr. Bruno and Jacob. Bruno and Gregory. <laughs> uh, the Crusher and Steve. <laughs> See, you've met my, my boys, Giant Andre and Timothy. <laughs> Tim, <laughs> you can go. <laughs> the bad, the, <laughs> the, uh, the henchman that doesn't get a cool name. <laughs> Ah, uh, you um, met you met Samson Steele. Well, is and, it and Eric? <laughs> is it, isn't even Doc like that's you know out of your dwarves, your your, your fictional dwarves. Mm-hmm. Your, yeah, I don't mean to say dwarf in a way that like I know that that may be offensive to people. That might be a pejorative slur, like little people. But I mean, well, you're talking like uh, uh, the seven dwarves, the seven of the yeah. seven ones. The, like, yeah, the <laughs> you famous, can call them dwarves. Yeah, right. Like exactly. Yeah, I didn't make I'm up. Pretty the name. sure it yeah. is touch and go. You can't. It, it is tough. I mean, I don't want to offend anybody, but I, I mean, would... direct all hate mail to <laughs> Will um, Anderson's Twitter account. So uh, yeah, but the seven dwarfs, um, Snow White. And mm-hmm. the seven uh, dwarves. Um, so you got uh, most sleepy, of, dopey. Right, most of them are descriptive, right? Yeah. Sleepy, dopey. I don't. Happy, happy is one. Happy, sleepy, dopey, grumpy, grumpy, hungry, maybe. Hungry, maybe. <laughs> There's one that just doesn't get fed. <laughs> it's just hungry. That's hungry. Oh, <laughs> Do you have a biscuit? <laughs> we don't feed him. <laughs> he doesn't eat. Hungry. <laughs> It's a really mean nickname. It's terrible. How'd you get your nickname? I don't eat. Right. <laughs> I'm starving to death. All right, hungry. <laughs> so where's yeah? I don't think hungry's one of them. But I see. I I know you're going with this, Doc. Doc. Yeah. So the rest is he uh, the doctor? Is, yeah. I don't know because the rest. That's what of, I thought as the, the kid. As a the kid. rest of them are descriptive. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to go Google. That's what they are. Uh, you know, the rest of them are descriptive. So I imagine their personalities were, you know, defined. And I also think, by the way, just because they're little people doesn't mean they're one-dimensional. You know what I mean? People, people are multifaceted. And yes, of course, sometimes grumpy would be grumpy. But we wouldn't always be grumpy. Sometimes he'd be happy. You know, if he was grumpy all the time, that's a, actually a medical condition that we should be addressing. Well, good thing they have a doc. That, right. <laughs> Is that, yeah, like they ran out of, I think what happened was a writer's room scenario. They ran out of, because I ran out of them pretty fast. You got sleepy. If you are saying like, hey boys, we got to come up with, how many were there? Seven. Seven. We got to come up with seven uh, names and the names are going to be descriptive. It's pretty on the nose. It's what they're going to be like. So I already got us started with sleepy. We got dopey. Okay, here we go. Um, uh, the seven dwarfs. What are the names? Here we go. Uh, grumpy, happy, sleepy, bashful, right? Sneezy, <laughs> poor sneezy. He's got too. allergies. I mean, yeah, again, <laughs> guys, just got. I mean, the guys get him a clarity. He's living in the middle of the forest, guys. <laughs> Like he's got hay fever and you're living right. in a tree and you call him sneezy and like literally surrounded by nature every day every I day. had really bad uh, allergies and um, my parents made me like mow the lawn and, and weed whack uh, which is like cutting the weeds yeah. child abuse right right <laughs> okay so well these are adult dwarfs so let's imagine that they've chosen to, this life together but uh, yeah so grumpy happy sleepy bashful sneezy and dopey Again, pretty mean on Dopey. Uh, Was he on drugs? Like, what, Dopey? And Doc. Okay, now, see, it doesn't really answer It the just leaves it open-ended. What, I'm gonna, why was he named Doc? Yeah, Google, I'm going to Google was this. He? No, was Doc the group doc. an actual doctor? In, in Snow White. Let's see if it comes up. Doc Holiday. Okay, no, you're right. So was Doc that. Dwarf... An actual doctor. Oh, now you're going to get... <laughs> Doc. Um, okay, seven dwarves. No one's even pondered this? No one's thrown this at the internet before? Um, look, there is some... Okay, here we go. Um, <clears throat> uh, doc, 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 doc. Oh, okay, here we go. Ooh, oh, here we go. Um... From the first stage adaptions of Snow White, one dwarf had been set apart as the leader of the group. Um, bah, 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 bah. The leader of the Disney dwarfs, by his own volition, was Doc. The Disney character we know as Doc is really a composite of several different traits. One of the early story documents, mid-1934, had suggested a dwarf called Doc, who was actually a doctor. Whoa, there it is. This idea persisted for several months. Doc examined Snow White when she was poisoned by the witch. I see there's a practical plot point. You need a doctor. Because otherwise someone's just going to get poisoned and some dwarves, one of who's sleepy and one of who's got allergies, now just let her lie there. Sleepy? Maybe a prince will help. We haven't done much for Sneezy. What do you think we're going to do? She's poisoned. (laughs) She got poisoned. She got poisoned, we imagine. We're having a hard enough (laughs) time with common cold and hay fever in here. (laughs) She... In an apple? How do you get poison in an apple? (laughs) 
So doc, yeah, it seems like he should be a doc. Right, of course. Um, But it feels. When did they veer from that idea? Okay, this idea persisted for several months. Doc exam, yeah, okay. Um, Doc's stethoscope tangles up with the beard as the dwarfs try to revive her. At this point, nothing was said about him being the leader, although he was described as the wise man of the family, fatherly type, practical and understanding. Uh, by mid October 1934, a change had taken place. <laughs> One guy was like, I feel We're like, not calling him Doc anymore. Or he's not a doctor. <laughs> he's not a doctor. I'm not a doctor. Um, okay. Uh, the character called Doc had assumed leadership as well as the basic personality he'd retained in the film. Yeah, okay. Uh, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, but they just then decided that he wasn't a doctor. <laughs> Somebody forgot. <laughs> oh yeah, by the way, he's not so a doctor. He's not a, look. Look, guys. He didn't have a good nickname. <laughs> and they just kept it. He got here late. All the good was he the leader? The I can't remember. Was he the leader of the dwarfs? Yep. Yep. So they had at some point probably be like, he can't be you gonna be a leader and the doctor. You would be pretty busy. I reckon he had medical training. Or he at least done in like his first aid certificate. So how did they cover that in the movie in the real movie Snow White? How did they do the point? She was just like dying at one point with the dwarves. So. I mean, I don't know. I they mean, were just like sad. I just like, remember being pl- bummed out a lot. Right. When she was dying. I mean, they I know that originally they were going to work and they were happy about it. Mm-hmm. Um and then <laughs> They're all happy about it. We remember that. Uh, and then, yeah, she eats a poisoned apple, right? Because the of the... She know, keeps the, getting tricked by the same person. Like she doesn't the, like smarten the, up. With the, the chick with the mirror, right? The witch. This is the same one, the wick, the Wicked Witch of the She's West. She's approached no, like several it. different times by Sabrina, strangers the teenage witch. that are clearly a witch, like just slightly. The witch made herself look a little younger oh, to okay. get the apple So there's her. a series of witch... Oh, There's a series of it's always Snow White getting tricked, and it's just like no. such like, hey, come on, it's the witch again. Right. This happened yesterday. Right. She looked she a little nothing. different. Right. Stop buying apples from strangers. Right. Yeah. <laughs> sure. It's not that far. They weren't very practical. The dwarves. They never just. They could have just sat her down at some point and said, "Just like, maybe don't leave the tree." You know what? Don't go into town. Yeah. You keep getting like poisoned and you stuff. It's ridiculous. It's nice here. We, we like don't have a doctor. <laughs> He's not None a of doctor. us are doctors. <laughs> it's a doctor. <laughs> Third draft got really weird when he kept saying he wasn't a doctor. Look, Sneezy, to be honest, <laughs> did not sneeze before you got here. I think it, he's actually allergic to you, but we like having you around. Yeah. It's nice, you know. We keep cats. To be honest, it was weird for us. There were seven guys living together for reasons that no one will particularly explain. No I mean, are gonna, we related? No one's going to tell you. We or work we together. Just, we just it's not work clear together. what we do. It's we like, work in a mine. Yeah. We're all miners we're of miners, some kind. But we're adults who live together. Adult men, which is fine. I don't even know if dwarves have sexes, but like... And I mean, whose idea not, was it at Disney that like, yeah, obviously dwarves yeah, live nice together. To, yeah, of course they do. <laughs> I mean... Nobody's like, wait, 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 wait. Well, All I the mean, dwarves live in the same house? Wait, and but also if not they, seven separate houses. <laughs> but also why wouldn't they live in like a nice big house? Like that's the thing. Like of yes, of course, a lot of dwarfs could live in one house because you're yeah. smaller and if you have a big house, then you've got more room. That makes sense. You could get an extra dwarf in. Yeah. But I mean they still lived in a pretty small house. Well, you know who did tree dwelling well was the Ewoks <laughs> from Star Wars. Right. And if you're gonna like yeah. I know they came way before, so... Uh, well, no, it was Galaxy Far, Far Away. Long no, it was time. a long time ago, though. Yeah. So, 
<laughs> so no, no, but that no, but it makes sense. That, if you, you were know, forced if, if to live a in a tree ago, arrangement, right. you can use all the trees. All the trees. The dwarves, the big mistake that they made is they were like, we're good with one tree. Well, we're going to hollow out a what, tree. What we're basically saying is that the dwarves are less ambitious than Ewoks. Like you got to connect them. It's got to be an interconnecting city thing. They really use the hell out of that forest. Like I mean, and by the way, they have construction skills. I mean, yeah. You know, they're mining all the time. Right. Well, maybe, well, that was their maybe problem. Maybe that's what it is. It's like people who don't want to fix, you know, it's like the carpenter who won't fix the fence at home. Well, you know? it didn't translate to trees. Like the best they could do is like hollow it out. Like, right. We got that. We, no, got yeah, we did digger. that. We got the digger picks. Hey, we're not interior decorators. Yeah, we're not. <laughs> what is this? I'm not going to build a bridge. I'm not Tim Gunn. <laughs> like. Ah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, so one of them. Yeah, okay. So that, well, okay, that makes sense. I'm not even sure how we got onto this topic. <laughs> I really can't remember either at all. Um, but Donald Trump at some stage will, <laughs> We can will keep going back to that. <laughs> we can keep going back to that. That's I think he'll have like... Um, it'll get to the point if he's our president, we'll ha- he'll have like nightly exiles. It'll be like a show that will just be like, sorry to interrupt your program, but Donald Trump wants some TV time to do something. Oh, yeah. And I don't know. Let's take it to Donald. And he'll just be like in a studio like, we're executing an American tonight. <laughs> Just because. That, that is what it's going to be like. It's going to be like Just this show, this like game show around, version of America. Able to interrupt broadcast. I think that's really what he's in time. it for. He's like, turn off the news. It's Donald Trump time, baby. <laughs> turn that camera on. Sound man, get in here. Makeup. Guys. <laughs> but this is the thing, right? If, and this is why all this, even though I know this is absurdly, you know, like a stupid hypothetical situation but at the same time i can also see the reason why it would work because you can't tell me but we're treating it's it is a situation that we're treating like a hypothetical right really could be like at some point all the the reality left people have to be like what are we well at the start it was like really gonna crazy (laughs) and then it was like now he's still leading and you're like hang on and who from like but if, the but liberal side a, could but, beat him. But this like, is what right. I ask you, right? I'm worried about it. This, if Donald Trump suddenly became a president who at any stage would interrupt like broadcast to just like go on a crazy rant or tell you what's wrong or like, mm-hmm. you know, blah, 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 whatever, would you not go, oh, well, <laughs> let's see. I'm watching that. I'm going to watch it. Like I've got to, I mean, it would be one of those things where you go, this will not end well. Yeah. But... But we won't even have time for TV shows, I don't think, anymore. It'll just be like, that will be like, okay, I gotta get home from work because I heard like Donald Trump, like, he just did so. <laughs> there's point of view footage of like his fleet of robot soldiers just taking shit out. I gotta get home and watch it. <laughs> or like the live stream. I didn't catch the live stream of the war. <laughs> the robot battle that happened in the sky tonight. I didn't catch it. I gotta go. I gotta. Will somebody record? <laughs> Well, someone recorded the flying. I hope there's another. My big thing is that we really enter some sort of like almost supervillain-esque like space rate, like a new like race to something that if Donald Trump is our president, he would be the best president to have like if if Putin was just like, right. guess what? Because he's crazy supervillain like as first, well. First to Mars, go. And then we're back in like a mission to the moon situation where we're in like a space race I mean, donald trump would be a president that's kind of why i'm sort of rooting for him because we need like something like that and donald that would, trump be, would totally take the bait if russia was like putin, hey race you to mars <laughs> putin is super villain 
Yeah. Like he has been working for the last 10, 15 years to become really fucking evil and start invading countries and manipulating the world and all yeah. this sort of shit, right? And he's poised to the point where Russia is kind of like, this is your perfect fucking movie scenario, basically what's happening in the world. Because what you've got is you've got the reemergence of the defeated enemy, Russia, right? Yeah. You know, that it was all gone and, you know, and America won and they won the Cold War and Russia, you know, was embarrassed. And then Putin's just for fucking 15 years, you know, ex-KJB <laughs> or whatever the fuck he is, going in and like... Riding horse, the the horses with no shirt on. R- no shirt on, <laughs> fucking doing crazy shit, trying shirtless taking stuff. over other countries again. But just he, like sneakily he hasn't had taking anybody over. at his caliber... Like, no one's come along that he's just kind of on his own. Like, right now, our president is just like, what? Okay. Right. Cute. It's cute. But he just, like, he like he's really fucking starting to reassert himself as a force. You've got China fucking sneakily on the side just buying up everyone. They're, they're like, yeah. you know, in one of those, like, Bond films, they're the ones who are just sneakily doing it the modern way, yeah. you know, which is, like, owning the economy, whereas Russians, the old super villains with yeah. the fucking plan to take over the world and shit, and America elects Donald Trump. It's, like, the perfect. <laughs> Crazy, you'd just be like, oh, well, I guess this is the end of the world, but the next, I guess, two China versus Russia versus America. 18, to, 18 to 24 months might be fun. <laughs> I'm going to watch all of I it. Guess clim- of hey, you know what? We can stop spending money on climate change. Yeah. Because we're not going to be around. It's going to be like, I read a Philip K. Dick uh, short story once that was uh, the fiction there was, I really think, like in a far distance, if Donald Trump. It was basically they used the moon. Russia and America used the moon to have a war on, and it was like it was like a futuristic robot <laughs> right. war where like Russian robots are fighting like American robots. And the agreement is like we have like a, a battle. We film it, and it's like a battle show that you watch that happens on the moon. Russia versus U.S. China can China can join too, and that's gonna be like the future sport. Like we do that as like when we really decide this shit. Once moon robots, all. moon robots. Let's just sort it out by moon robots. Like you sent America, and it'll be the new sport. It'll be the new. We take out a lot of it. It'll be the new best TV show. There'll be like films. There'll be like our celebrities, like the best robots that are up there, just crushing it. Like the Michael Jordan of moon robots will become like imagine. Like he gets his own. Like it's also kind of like the it's the futuristic UFC. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then, while that's happening, we figure out everything on the moon with moon robot fights. Yeah. Then we need to, while that's happening, come together on Earth, we need to, like, fix some shit. While, like, we'll figure out who the best country is right. in the robot wars that happen on the moon. Yeah. Let that happen. And then, back here on Earth, I don't know, we maybe figure out uh, how to get water to everybody. <laughs> maybe well, that's figure the, out how water works. That's the agreement. And like maybe like rebuild we all, some we things. We all agree on this because yeah. they are guaranteed. Because here's the truth about the world that no one fucking tells you, but here it is. Um, uh, there's enough stuff and there's enough money for everybody oh, yeah. to be surviving, right? It's just horribly distributed amongst the world. Sounds like someone's feeling the burn. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing a lot of burn. Uh <laughs> So if we agreed that we all signed up to this thing where we decide it with the moon robots. Yeah. And I'd like to... Like, we would love to have a war. Let's do a war. Right. I totally want to have a war with We you. have a moon war, though. But we do it where nobody and we gets all agree, killed. And we all agree that the winner has to come up with a solution for, you know, certain basic human-like things. So you, they get to be in charge. Yeah. But there is, like, a basic minimum that you and try to guarantee for And the moon becomes, like, a set and it becomes, like, right. a sports arena. We build, like, a lot of cool shit on the moon. And every four years, like the Olympics or whatever, you can just, like, roll it around again and give someone else a go. 
No, yeah, well, that's what I was thinking. Is like, do you keep it going year round? Like, let's check back in with the war that's maybe, happening. Maybe actually, the moon. you know what? Maybe every year. Maybe every year. Is and that's where you get like cool yeah. drone point of view shots, and there'll be different competitions like within the moon war that's happening on the moon. Like, we're gonna check in. There's been a one on one declared, and we're gonna do it in the moon arena, in the middle, front and center. This is gonna be a big one. Their best, Russia's best. Uh, martial art uh, robot versus our best wrestling robot. No weapons. They're going to duke it out, and that uh, decides uh, who gets Mexico. Now, I don't know. Can I uh, just it? ask, like, I mean, and just playing devil's advocate, you know, yeah. there's no be- such thing as a bad idea, but just. But we're back on Earth, like, doing good stuff. Right. But don't forget that part. Yeah, but here's what I'm asking Is there a danger? Two things. Is there a danger financially that. Um, the escalation in costs. Oh, here it yeah, comes. For the Who's going to pay for the Who's moon robots? Who's going to pay for the moon robots? Uh, I don't know. Taxes? I mean, is that not money? Out <laughs> <laughs> of taxes. People start paying their taxes? Moon robots? I don't know. Well, if Donald I Trump... I mean, is, is it not better that we spend that money on actually just feeding the people and getting them water rather than escalating the moon robot wars? For the sake of deciding those things, that I'm just asking a hypothetical question. Okay, well maybe then we just reassess the budget of our country as a whole. Because right now we're okay. making big budget movies, we're making big budget TV shows. Uh-huh. Maybe get Hollywood on the whole. Like we, uh, we'll have to sell people on the idea that hey, there's no, there's going to be no entertainment on television or online except the war that's uh, happening in the war, the yeah, and it's okay. all you need. It's all you're going to want. Right. You're just going to work your job. And then everyone's going to have a mandatory shift where they have to do something nice and like re, like plant a garden, start an organic farm. Uh, <laughs> Most of yours start. have to do with planting things so far. You're like, okay, okay. You've immediately tried to riff on two, what are things that help the planet? And you've gone, plant a garden. Turn, turn an old theater into uh, housing for the homeless. <laughs> oh, okay, good. You with me? No, yeah, we're good. doing stuff like that yeah, with no, our why, day. Why are we getting rid of the theater, though? I mean, why are you hurting the arts well, to support not... the homeless? I mean, can't you support both? Well, let's get serious. We need people <laughs> living in places, and we don't need. Uh, uh, how about converting a any bank? more renditions? How about converting a bank into a place okay, for the homeless man? We can do like that. Jesus would have wanted. We anything, and we'll keep the arts going. Yeah, keep the arts going. Maybe turn it into a refuge where the homeless can learn theater. As a way yeah. out of being homeless. We'll Give just turn down all the closed down homeless shelters, convert those into active homeless shelters. Oh, yeah, right. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, uh, and then while that's happening, and, and, and all the money, you're asking about the money, that comes from just the films that we're not making anymore. We don't need... That's always been a theory of mine, and I, other people brought this up. I think I brought okay. it up on your podcast. Tell me. And when are we just done making movies? I feel like we have enough movies like we could just stop for a while, maybe stop for, like a, for a year or two, so people so can catch up. If we really committed as a people to like the Moon War you happening, you know what? We'll have a year off. We'll just watch some movies we've seen well, before. We'll, I got you know a what? lot of movies I got to get to. Actually, like, that's a good point. A lot of movies I haven't watched that I should have watched Heaps years of ago that you haven't watched. There's a whole catalog of stuff I got to get to. You've Let's been like, saying you'll watch The Godfather three for years, but you just haven't. <laughs> I'm, I'm never gonna watch Play It Again, Sam. It's right. been on my Netflix well, queue. Are you never for going years. to? Or if there's a convenient moon war. I could get to that. It's a slow day on the moon war. Like they're just saying, hey, they're going to meet in the sports arena and, this, and sign the contract for the yeah. main event of like this big war thing. So not much to check in with. That might, Stuff might happen. The most exciting thing that happens at a contract signing and wrestling is like the bad guy always flips the table over, but that's like the big like, of course he's going to do that. He's mad he has to be there. So that might happen, but I'm going to check in with like my Netflix queue and maybe... 
watch some of those old like silent French films that right. I was supposed to watch in college. You know what? You're absolutely right. There's enough good films and most people haven't seen the good ones. Why are we still releasing these terrible ones? Yeah. Why are we still making like it's expensive? It's Let's very make, expensive. You know what? Even it doesn't have even have to be a year off, although I'm fine with a year off. Let's have a year off making new films. Well, we're running and spend out spend of- the money on yeah. moon robots but we're just making remakes and we're just making right. like and now they're really digging deep onto like cartoons and video games to make they're gonna make a dino riders movie do you remember the cartoon dino riders was it about people who rode dinosaurs it was like a it was people on other planets rode dinosaurs i may have been the only kid who watched dino riders but they're making a dino riders movie okay. one person told me about it and i was like wow they're digging deep right. it's my dream movie but i feel like hollywood's just making a movie for me when they could be, when we could just stop making movies, just move ha- more. Just have a year. Like it'll Do be- some extra work on your m- movie script for the movie you are making. No, I think we'll need like five. I want the moon one to be like, have a good arc to it, like a five-year arc. Okay. Well, let's have five years. <laughs> let's have five years off making movies. There's enough good movies. I actually, no, you are I absolutely right. I need like right. five years. And then if we declare me, the war. Because I go and see the new movies because they're new. But the yeah. truth is, if they said they're not putting out any new movies for a year, you yeah. know, or for five years, you know what I would do? Go and revisit all those. You're allowed to do that. Revisit wow. all those old movies. Wow. And then and every channel on TV is the Moon War. It's, we've broke big ground. Okay. Well, I feel like we've sold a few things. Um, I don't want to finish quite yet. Let's have a little quick pause because you've run out of water and I've run out of beer. Okay. And then we'll come back. We'll do another, like, you know, 20 minutes. Beautiful. Is that all right? And then we'll Perfect. finish up. So we were talking about um, Andrew, what's his name? Andrew Lincoln, did you think it is? Uh, The guy from The Walking Dead. Well, we were talking about, yeah, actors who come over here. And when I say we were talking about, because basically we've just gone from pausing. We just turned off the audio equipment. We were talking about. You guys, (laughs) if you're somebody who's just half listening while you're on like, you know, you're exercising at the gym or something, and you're like, hang on, did I miss something where they were talking about... What I realized we just did we is we continued the about. podcast, but paused the part where it was being where recorded. You recorded. Yeah. <laughs> but we anyway, just kept doing we're it. back, but we're still talking about the same thing we were when we weren't here. We're still sitting here talking. Yeah, we were talking about Australians. Uh, well, we were just talking about actors who play different accents, basically. And we ended up talking about Carl, Carl, uh, Andrew Lincoln from The Walking Dead. And how upsetting it must be to... Actors who actually have that accent. Well, just Southern people. Just right. People are like, you came from a different country. I can't be an actor. I can't be an actor. I can't I've be- been trying to be an actor for years. They told me you sound like an idiot. This guy from Australia comes here. He's doing this voice. He's doing my Southern accent. And he's getting, he's scooping it up. He's in a field with zombies. And he's leading a group. I could have been in the zombie picture. <laughs> Shit. Shit, I could have been a zombie leading man, zombie man. There must be so many upset southern people. Like the British, it's becoming more and more of a thing. Right. British and Australian doing very specific American accents. <laughs> they must be so upsetting to just regular. I mean, particularly I would have thought to actors from that region who've been told that they can't use that accent like you know right. they've spent 20 years you know going to voice expensive voice lessons and stuff to make sure that they speak in this like mid-american to accent just scrub their accent and sound like me just a midwestern right. it was it was me i um, just sound like a white person i'm a white man <laughs> could i get the white person accent yep here Did he you, is hey <laughs> ah crisp and clean very just white man 
fucking come in here. These Australians come in here and take my... <laughs> I could have played that. I feel bad for him. Or like, um, I don't know any examples. Have any British or Australian actors done like New York accent? Hey. <laughs> um, I feel like that's what they all kind of do. Like that's... I wonder if you learned that first. What do you think the order is? You learn like... Middle America, no, East Coast or from West Coast? from Australia. I believe that the easiest accent is actually the Southern accent. Okay, um, and uh, Ryan Quanton was in um, True Blood, that TV series. Oh yeah, and uh, he he had a Southern accent in that, and they say it's the for the Australian accent the easiest the to transition? go to is the Southern accent. So you go that's your gateway drug into your kind of mid American accent. So it's not so. even fair because we don't have that. Like, I, we don't have a transition. Like, if I went to go act in Australia, I would just have to still sound like this. I wouldn't, like, try and start, like, transitioning. But you would... Hey, mate! Like, I would... But this is... But also, by the way, this is the only place where you have to make that transition. Yeah. Because what you've got to understand is, if you go to Australia and you have an American accent, you have the accent that most of our entertainment is presented to us in that form, in that accent. You know, no, oh. nobody in Australia is going... Oh, hang on. I've never heard this crazy accent. <laughs> no, it's the accent from all the movies and all the television shows, right? So, yeah. whereas you're the place. But we can wrap our the, head around the no, same, the reverse. But no, apparently not. <laughs> you're the only country that demands that when you come here, you not only speak the same language. Like some countries, even Australia is like, well, they come here and they don't bother to learn the language, <laughs> right? You, not just that, you demand that people speak in the same accent as you. Or they're like, I can't hear you. Me, 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 me. That's all I hear. And we just get uh, so upset to the point where we're like, you know what? Just do a Southern accent. <laughs> Whatever. We don't want to hear your Australian. I have had people many times like say that they did not think that my accent would be something that people, you know, would enjoy on over television. Here? I, yeah, over here? On television? Yeah. I like it. I mean, you know, I, I'd be happy to do something if people... Well, want. now that I know that... Well, now that I know that what you just said, that I'm, I'm going to go to Australia and just yeah. clean house. You'd be fine, man. <laughs> Go. I didn't know. I, that's always like a worry of mine of yeah. doing comedy in, uh, yeah, like England and Australia, just how it'd be, how it'd be accepted. I, I don't even oh, know. No, I, the only I just want to test it out. If it wasn't so far away. I the only thing that you need to worry about is that you, uh, um, like you, you carry some of the baggage of your country with you. So Australians yeah, like Americans, but they don't like all Americans, right? So you're, you're the sort of American Australians would like, but you just have to make Good. sure you let them know that it. first. I'm very apologetic. That would be right out the gate. I'd get off the plane and be like, I'm sorry for being an American. I apologize. But as you can tell, I don't have an East Coast accent. I don't have a Southern accent. I'm one of the good ones. I'm just average. Hey, white guy. I'm American. I'm a white guy from yeah. America. Well, he's what Australia loves bringing in, white guys. So. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. It's always been a great land for white guys. <laughs> well, if Donald Trump's our president, I'm moving. I'm moving there. I mean, it might be a good tourism thing for Australia, to be honest. Like, I mean, maybe Australians should be running a Trump for president sort of thing because I imagine the we get like that a would really happen, good. It would almost yeah. be like too much. Like, I don't think Australia would be able to handle it. We should like set the, up now. The here's what we no, but here's what we're going to do. We're just going to put the infrastructure in place right now. So we've got to populate places in Australia that aren't as populated yet, but set up this amazing infrastructure, and then basically, bang, when it goes down, yeah. But get you'll have to over. like. So you're going to build like a big complex in yeah. the outback. In like the outback, just turn that into like a liberal leaning, like Florida, a liberal <laughs> Florida. 
No, but you do it, but just build like a, a mega complex, lots of Starbucks's. Google. Uh, it'd be like, it'd look like Google. Outfitters. You know, when you ever see a thing about Google, like, and what their workforce looks like, it's all, you know, bean bags and ping pong yeah. tables and open plan living and, yeah, a lot of American open stuff. Open spaces. Yeah, a lot like, of just what America loves, you know, yogurt mm-hmm. shops and. But the left Starbucks. side, because the conservatives, they're going to over on the country, Trump will just have his. Oh, no, way. no, they're not coming. And we'll all Can't leave. bring your guns. It's Australia. So. Well, I'll say in America because now America will just be a shoot 'em up. Yeah. <laughs> just a constant just shoot em t- up. Just turn on the cameras, let everyone Everyone's shoot each guns. other. You yeah. guys come to Australia for a few years. You don't have to stay forever. You yeah. just have to stay until they shoot each other up, natural selection, and then you guys go back. As long as you build that complex in the outback. Because, you know, I want to check out all the cities there, but it would be nice to have like some home comfort. We'll put in an airport. Yeah, no, we'll put in an airport. It'll be like America in you Australia. Fly right in and like you yeah. don't have to go right to Sydney. You can hang out in Little America. Little America. <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. It's fine for like, you know, like, I mean, American cities have like little Chinatown or like, you know, Little Armenia right. or stuff like that. But so, ours is like a mall of America. Right. That's, it's the it's world's like biggest shopping mall. complex. Nothing that says America like the world's biggest shopping mall. So we build, this is how we do it. Just we build huge, the yeah. world's biggest shopping mall that Perfect. these liberals can come in. Like, you know, so we get like liberal events that happen in it. We get, you know, David Sedaris to come out and yeah. do readings and like, you know, Chomsky, like, you know, is doing, you know, we have like, you know, debates between Sam yeah. Harris and Richard Dawkins. NPR and is just sort constantly of streamed through. Floated streaming yep. through this, like, uh, a lot of like, People wearing like blue denim and grays and like yeah. a lot of floppy hats. We li- yeah, yeah. Th- this American life you in can, Australia. You can have your like Segway robot scooter things. Those are allowed. Whatever you want. <laughs> Everything's got kale in it. Whatever you need. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, all the food, a lot of farm raised. Like, that'd be the farm big Farm to things. table. How are you going to get like real fresh? It's Australia, man. And yeah. we have a great farming industry. Perfect. It's fine. You just truck the food in from nearby. I mean, there's... You know, you put you guys are in the outback, but like within driving distance, you can be in some of the most fertile growing lands. Far from in. like trucks don't really go out there, right? No, they'll go. I mean, for you know, for the money we're making out of this sort of thing. I mean, <laughs> come America's on, great. out of a little America. The the worry there though is if you get too like uh, America tried to do that with like Vegas, they tried to make right. like a center of the desert fun complex for adults to go to, and it just became this like gambling pit. You have right. to make sure you keep the bad element. It really has to be like, like liberal types only, right? But this is Vegas for liberals. This is like this, this is like the anti-Vegas, basically. So a lot of Apple stores, you can check your a lot of, great Wi-Fi. You're yeah. gonna need great Wi-Fi. It, the whole thing's Wi-Fi. It's gonna be like it's, number one. Wi-Fi. You can't put that down on the list of things to no, look no, no. at. Like number one, day thing, one, you need to high speed Wi-Fi. How is everyone getting their Wi-Fi? Yeah, <laughs> that's number one. Total, there's recharging stations all over the place. Yeah. Everything's electric cars. Oh, you can scoot around on like scoot a around. Car. Oh, totally. It's gonna be big. It's gonna be big. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, imagine how many liberals do you think will flee the country for our planning purposes? How many? I mean, how many do you think that we could, you know, like how many realistically would make it to Australia if you know Donald Trump becomes like what should we be planning for? If what you sort did of population? It, if it really was for, like if you got the message America, out for if, little liberal America. Yeah, like Donald Trump's elected and you guys start doing like commercials in our country of like, come to Australia. Everybody, it would be, I can't even put a number on it, being the, be the millions. Okay, like five million? I mean. What's like a uh, large city? What's the population? I mean, like? Sydney would probably have five million. There's five only million. 24 million in all of Australia. So, I mean, we need to have some sort of... So, that's why you need to build another structure because it's going to be... Yeah, it'll be like... 
about five million. Okay. <laughs> probably. We probably just should, in a mall. What's the biggest city in Australia? Little America. <laughs> <laughs> Little liberal America. <laughs> Little liberal America. I went. To, uh, I don't know if I'd be cool enough to live there. You know who the president is? John Stewart. We got yeah. John, oh, there you go. He's available. We got John Stewart. John to be president. Stewart runs the place. Runs Little Liberal America in Australia. It's just like comedian. There'd be a great comedy. Great scene. Great comedy scene. Oh, we'd all just. Like I mean, the crowds. All are, the comedians. I got to go be there. honest with you though. The crowds. You think they'd be great, but Not they're great. actually a little. They stare at their phones. They don't really pay attention. They're and like they think they know it all. And like, and there's a lot of trigger words. Yeah, you know, you don't think you have trigger words in your set, but apparently you do. So and everyone's just joking about how shitty it is in America now. Like, right. oh, we've heard it. Yeah, Donald Trump's America. <laughs> blah blah blah. And then and yeah, and that's when it goes downhill. Is when comedians start stretching. Right. Like, no, but hey, there's a lot of funny stuff here in Little America, <laughs> Little Liberal America. <laughs> It would be like the young, uh, I was at like a um, very cool, earlier today, like a, a craft market. Okay, tell me tell me where, what, what craft market was it? It was this thing called uh, Unique LA and it was supposed to, it was like people selling their wares, like uh-huh. it was like a craft market. And this is how I imagine. Where, where did it happen? Downtown LA. Okay. But it was Cape. like, it was for the hip hipsters yeah. and it was all hip and everyone was looking real hip. Okay. And now that you describe little liberal America. This is, I'm just that picture in my head that I have from today of, of like a, a hipster marketplace. This, I'm going to have to get used to it being like that. And I can't keep up with like the coolness. This is what it'll okay. be like every day at that place. Well, what, what do you mean by that? Tell me about your observations about your, you know, parade that your market, you think. Like, <laughs> tell me what it was like. What was everyone, that? What everyone was that wears How, like, what, what is everyone wearing? What's going on with the young people? Well, I cool guess I'm hats, asking like you. cool hats. Like, Everyone's what sort of wearing, hats are cool though? Like this, the flat brim, which I can't pull off, like the completely flat, flipped up floral brims. A lot of floral there brims. There's a lot of floral brims. A lot of people are doing floral Who's wearing brims? floral brims? And like, everyone, what sort of person? And if, wearing uh, denim, head to toe denims back. Double maybe, denim. Like real, double denim, real I, tight. You know what? Boots, like you got to cut it short at the legs which i can't do uh, i don't have confidence when it comes to like rolling up my pant legs i never know how high is too high and everyone like higher the better is that funky back? socks whimsical socks with like a real tight look. really mm-hmm. um and ladies are doing like real floppy hats these days Flo- okay. fun floppy hats yep. fun glasses like good glasses. i have though. noticed that some good More glasses tattoos, the better skinny yep. you got to be really skinny you don't have to though I just feel like, you know, I'm trying, I, you know. Okay, here's what I would say about that. Firstly, I'm okay. Like, I like a floppy hat. No, I'm enjoying these big glasses that seem to be going on with, uh, with women. I don't think that you have to be skinny. You can be however you want to be. Um, but I feel like this could be where the segregation starts to happen in little right, liberal America. It's too cool. Like, the people like me will be there and be like, oh, it's too cool. And they'll be I very, just stay and in my. And then the cool people will be I like, stay in my you apartment. know what? Little liberal America was good before it was little liberal America. Probably <laughs> <laughs> when it was just desert Australia. <laughs> yeah. Um, tell the yeah the rolled up jeans. I'm not into that. I'm not glad that's back. That I don't. Just, I just why? don't understand. I just I wanted why? to. There's like things why? now, of. In, I don't understand like fashion. I can't keep up with like what okay. you're supposed to be. Looking like, Wearing and then I go to these marketplace type things on the weekend. I'm like, is this what I'm supposed? Is this is this it? 
But what are people selling? What is the nature? Of, is, are there food stalls? Are there just antiquities? Are there people's... Antiquities, like, food stores. The big thing of it is... What is the big thing? Uh, like very specific things. It'll be like, hey, come buy my salts. I have flavored salts. Oh, okay. Someone who makes like artisanal salts. Like artisanal salts. And then like the clothing seems to be just like... We're taking like an old thing and mashing it up with like a new thing. It's like, hey, I made a jean jacket out of an old Van Halen t-shirt. Okay. I ripped the Van Halen part yeah. and put denim around that like a patch. It's a mashup. It's a mashup. I'm doing like fashion mashups. And they're taking old fashion things ups. and like this record player is now a lamp. Look at the lamp I made. But you really just went shopping right. for one thing and shoved another thing into it. And you can't just like sell that. I'm not going to buy that. I mean, you can. What's the craftsmanship level like in a factory? You get like a, a, a <laughs> I'm going to sound very conservative. You get a thing properly made in like a factory uh -huh. setting. Uh -huh. Like a car isn't made by a bunch of hipsters that like patchwork it together by other cars. That's right. not how you buy a car. You okay. get like. But they're not even other cars. They'll I want be like, the same. Like, I had a uh, queen size bed. <laughs> And four wheels. <laughs> right. Now I've got you a car. You don't just make, yeah, you don't right. DIY a car. Right. I need like industrial level manufacturing. And now like hats, I'm really picky about hats and okay. the hats at this uh -huh. marketplace were like, they would take like a trucker hat and maybe take like quilt fabric, uh -huh. sew that into the front of the trucker hat uh -huh. and add like a floral build to it. Uh -huh. There's a hat. But I don't know like how well was this hat constructed? You cut apart another hat, you pieced it back together with new fabric on mm -hmm. the front hat. It looks very, the sewing looked very, I almost bought this hat and I just couldn't, I couldn't pull the trigger on the sale because it didn't look like, you know, a hat that's made in like a place where they make hats is a well put together hat this guy earlier today kind of like sort of made this hat what about the argument that say um you know in your professional hat making factory um you know i mean these tiny asian children are making you know right which is bad five which is bad we should get away from that five to but in like little hats, liberal america we're all gonna be like looking like garbage yeah. we're gonna be wearing like piece together <laughs> like I made this jacket out of three other old jackets. <laughs> I made. Oh. I mean, technically, that's recycling, right? Isn't that It'll recycling? Be all DIY. Like everybody's like shelving in the house. Will all be like, oh, it's made out of old record players at this marketplace. Th there was a person that made jewelry out of like old symbols. Like yep. that's get used to that. And little liberal <laughs> America, this, my jewelry is made out of records I didn't listen to. <laughs> And everybody will just be like, oh, where, your shoes are made out of the grocery bags I saw you carrying last week. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Little Liberal America. Go to the marketplace. You bring your grocery bags to the guy who makes shoes and you get, <laughs> get shoes made. Everything's <laughs> a DIY. That's what will have to be the infrastructure of it. Because liberals aren't going to want, like if you start putting in stores right. to Little Liberal America, where are you getting like the, I mean, is China going to be making the furniture that you sell in Little Liberal America, impossible. So it is going to be like DIY. Like I took some crates. I found some crates. Right. <laughs> I welded them together. I pieced together <laughs> some crates. Would you like to buy a crate couch? Right. And like now we're all sh sitting on shitty crate couches. Now I'm worried about Little Liberal America. It might not work. Because <laughs> everything, it's just you gotta have. I mean, maybe that's just the neighborhood of Little Liberal America, though. There's more. There's a more well. mainstream. Still need to be made well. 
I mean, surely you're willing to make some sacrifices, you know, to be out of... Like, I mean, for the sake of being cool, you've got to make some sacrifices on comfort because otherwise, like every like the things that mainstream America or mainstream world would do, they're the things that are of most comfort. You know, all like... I mean, I'm not your anti-hipster. I like your, your fashionable forward person who's yeah. coming up with cool things because I don't have time and I like cool things. But I, wanna, I want I want to be like in that group, but I, th- I feel like when I go to those places, I they're looking at me like, "Nice try, man. Nice." No, I don't nice want a sweatshirt. I, I want to look at them like they. I'm like, thank you for you trying so hard. <laughs> like literally, I, I in this country occasionally, I like I will be in some city. Where, you know, I've done a show and I, like I'm in some city where I don't know anybody, and I want to yeah. just go and have like a drink by myself after the show, and. I will always just find a guy with a groovy beard and follow him to wherever he's going. Because and just become friends with groovy beard? No, no, no. I don't need no, he's just my tracker. Oh. He's, he's my hipster advance party. He's the guy that <laughs> I've sent scout. out to find a cool bar. And you, you keep just a go, nice distance? I don't need to yeah. find out where the cool bar is. I just need to find a That's guy smart. who looks like he knows where the cool bar is. There's cool beard. And then cool beard knows where it's hanging out. Right. Yeah. And it, it works all the time. You just find some dude. You're like Coffee's the same. Just look around if you're in some place. How do you? Like, what if the person's not getting coffee, and now you're just following a guy around the streets? Oh, you'll <laughs> take you somewhere interesting. <laughs> you'll pick up some record player that was made out of a lamp. <laughs> Classic reversal. And, uh, <laughs> Wait, yeah, because before I said it's a lamp made out of a nice. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Uh, that's smart though, and but you know. A whole day of that's called stalking. If it's one you person, you could like be like, "Hey, where are we going next?" If it's one, <laughs> if it's one person. Oh, the beard guy's leaving. I better get no up. I better hang on. check, check, hang on, check, 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 please. Beards, cool beards, leaving. Where I think going, we're gonna. Cool I think we're going record shopping. Where are you going? You Plan, over here planning a tracking device on him? Where are you going? You put your phone in his pocket. I'm just going home. I'm just going. Home. No, you sure you don't feel like? I guess uh, my day's over too. But. Sure you don't feel like gelato? <laughs> Where would you go for gelato if you felt like gelato? If you like that sort of thing. Now I know that you're just like following people around in every city in America. You go, if you see Will Anderson skulking around a shopping mall following uh, a person with a floppy hat and a cool beard. I actually do kind of do that a bit. I do that a little bit around here as well. Like if I see someone kind of cool, I always am like, I wonder where that cool person's going. Well, that's what I had the thought when I was in like the, the cool market. I thought, like, if I just buy all this stuff, if I go to every oh, yeah. booth it's instant and cool. just load it's cool up, set. like, maybe go to the bathroom, right. come back out into the market, like, look, I'm wearing the, a patchwork flannel and my pants are tighter and I'm eating artisanal salt. I'm using it. <laughs> like, would they bring me in? Like, you're in now. Well, I feel like that. None be of them like- make eye contact with me. Like, where it is now, they're just, like, kind of head down. Like, I'm like, I want to be... Maybe I'm too old. They're all in their like early twenties. No, I don't think that matters. But I, here's what I think matters: like you can't come on too strong. That's my problem. Like you can't you can't rock up with everything on the first day. Come on, there's a bear on my sweatshirt. Or what you more need, do you want? Or you need a blank sh- slate. So you need to go somewhere where someone no one knows you. Like I had this a little bit when I came first came here and I moved in this apartment. This apartment had nothing in it, and I had no yeah. existing furniture to bring here. Right, so I had an opportunity to set up from scratch. What I like, where I live, and what my what it would reflect about my identity, right? Yeah. 
I could have done that. I could have gone to your cool person's market and just this house, you could have come in Loaded and you'd be like, oh, I love what you've done with it's your like bees. Some air plants. Right. And, oh, oh, you're making your own honey. And Oh, man, your coffee table used to be a right. bass drum. Cool, man. Right, man. And oh, you make your own coffee? Is this like single origin? Is that? Okay, 19 minutes. Fine, that's fine. No, no, I'd love a coffee. You know, that's cool. Anyway. 19 right, just. I have to hang tight, watch a movie because it's going to take the duration of a movie. I got to yeah. steam it. I got to... Anyway, I don't have a DVD player. You can't watch it on that, but I have an old school projector. If you just like ride a bike behind it, it's like, uh, well... Turn on the crank. You got to hand crank just, it. So anything yeah. you so want to watch, keep just it. hand crank You want to do a steady crank yeah, too, or it steady. might slow down. Yeah. Anyway, I'm making some beer in the in the spare room. So. Do you want honey? I can go see if the bees yeah, yeah. have cranked out just, any honey. Today. We can just. If you need soap, that'll also be like a day or two because I make that out of the honey. You know what? It's really nice. Uh, hey, I. It's nice to have you here. You know what? Just pick any two things, and I will make them into something else. I'll turn them into your bed. Just anything. You don't. There's no cot or bed right. now. But, but if maybe I don't know if we took just pick two random things half from the, of the room. couch. I got some crates. Right. That's a big thing. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that a lot. Like people are just like using them crates, milk crates. No, like a wood crate. Uh, oh. Wood. Uh, um, maybe not crate. What crate are coming? Crate. What are coming in the crates? Like, what would the crates' original use be? Like shipping, like wood, um, like shipping crates, uh-huh. like wood box type. With how like, big are we talking? Just like panel, like flat, horizontal. Like people like stack them and make mattresses out of them. There's a whole like pallet. Pallets is what I'm pallets. trying to say. Not yeah. crates. Pallets. Yeah. Okay, I know what you mean. Wood pallets. Yeah. Big time. You can cut them in half. You can make frames out of wood pallets. You can make like bed frames. You can make wall frames you can make whole walls out of pallets there's a website uh called like a thousand and one pallets or something like that where it just shows you how to make stuff out of pallets little (laughs) little america everything's (laughs) gonna be made out of pallets shitty pallets like you want furniture we have a stack of pallets (laughs) i'm back and if you're good enough you can sell them in the hipster market I mean, I, I don't see a lot of flaws in this plan, to be honest. Okay. Uh, we should finish up. Uh, you've had a long day. You've had the hipster market. Now you've had this podcast. I mean, you know. What did you do today? I feel like you were just doing this before <clears throat> I, uh, before yeah. I showed up. Did you just do this by yourself? I did another. I did a practice podcast. <laughs> it's all set up. It's always very set up in here to be. I feel like when... You're just doing this. As soon as I leave, you're just going to sit back down and be like, all right, Andy's gone. Anyway, uh, now this one's for the true fans. Just me. Pure will. <laughs> I mean, there is a part of me. I was thinking... Solo? Do you like... Do, would you just sit down and talk for like two hours and put that on the internet? Like if Trump style... Like Trump style. Okay, Trump this is where we're going to the tr- back to the Trump of interrupting. Oh, you know if he's president, he's going to have like a daily podcast. Like, right. just to, like there's going to be a lot of content. A lot but of content. What I would like... <laughs> this is so sad, but here it is. What I would like... This is the new technology that I would like. Is that people subscribe to... There's technology. Basically, they come up with technology. It's kind of like a podcast, yeah. but essentially, I have a microphone on me, like whenever I want, right? I think that's a and I can broadcast at any time. Yeah, you subscribe to me, so and it's kind of, I guess, like um, it's like Periscope, but to talk like right. life, life scope, right? Life scope. <laughs> 
And so, say for example, I'm watching um, uh, The Amazing Race, like yeah. I was last night, sitting on the couch watching The Amazing Race, mm-hmm. and I'm suddenly by myself, and I want to like comment on watching The Amazing Race, and if you want to like tune in to my channel, yeah, you can like hang out with me, and I can just comment out because I was here by myself, and I was like stoned on the couch watching The Amazing Race, and I was like, I could be saying some pretty funny things about The Amazing Race right now if somebody wanted to hear my fucking nonsense about The Amazing The thing is, Will, you could do that. You could just start doing that. (laughs) It's called Twitter. (laughs) Yeah, but but I was stoned, and I didn't want to have to type and stuff, you know what I mean? that's true. This was more like, I just want to push some buttons. It's like vocal Twitter, you need to do... Well, I can't, like, all the things I want to say in The Amazing Race, uh, like, by the time I set it up and explain it, plus it annoys all the people who aren't watching The Amazing Race, but this would just be like that sort of thing of like you log in and you go, hey, like you might get an alert on your phone or whatever, like Will's going oh, online, right? So Will's talking about Amazing Race. Will's True. going online. So if you're watching The Amazing Race, you suddenly go, oh, great, I'll bring up the Will feed. And so it's yeah. suddenly it's like I'm in your room watching The Amazing Race with you, like commenting and stuff. You can still leave feedback and that sort of shit, right? Wait, is it video? And then I like, I mean, no, I think just audio because like, I want to yeah. be able to do it in my late pajamas and stuff. And I want to like a lapel. I want to be able to smoke and stuff and yeah. people not see well, it. Well, lapel mic, you just yeah. strap a mic to you. So I've got times. a little lapel mic. Yeah, a little. Right? And like a hip, a hip thing. And so if you, yeah, so if something's happening, like or commentary's going down and I want to comment on it, you can kind of just log on. You turn your thing on. You can turn it off whenever you want, but you turn your thing on. <laughs> And you're like, if so you start to ramble so, a bit, like I'm. So then the podcast could go out live. I think he's falling asleep. Right. So if we did the podcast live, I could have left that one on the whole time while we had the conversation in the break. Yeah. And all those people who were listening to the, the that version of it will live. Right. That thing, they would have heard all of it, and that whole conversation <laughs> would have made sense. The people who just get the podcast, they have to download it later. It's not for everyone. <laughs> But would I'm you, just if saying you did that, like, would you still do this podcast or just be like, yeah, I mean, I'd how still, would you have the time? I st- so this podcast would also be a part of that show because you would have to be, it's live streaming. The other thing would be whenever, like <laughs> for the rest of my life, just whenever. Like, so I could be taping my TV show yeah. and I could in the gaps be turning on the thing going, Jesus, it's a hard night. That's too much. TV it's shows too tonight, much. That's you know, too like, much access to a person. And we are getting, I mean, you can we turn, are very close. You can only to turn it on whenever you want. So it's up to me how much I share. I saw a girl the other day. She, I was getting. I was on a plane for fourteen hours the other fucking day. People, yeah. you can't think I couldn't have watched some movies and like you know Put made fun a, of made a couple episodes. Maze Runner, you know. What I mean? Like, well, people and they, uh, I, I was buying a Christmas tree the other day, and the girl in front of me in line was like periscoping her purchasing her Christmas tree. Yeah. She was like leading you through a whole broadcast. I didn't know who the person was. I don't think she's no. a famous person. Are we just doing that as a people? Like we're, we're, I think everyone now is already doing that with their life. I mean, just I guess, in like smaller chunks. Yeah. You're, you're proposing we bring it to the next level yeah. of like really embrace it. Just whenever you want. <laughs> and you could subscribe to people. Yours would be like the only one I listen to. There's some people like regular schmoes would start doing it. Like no, no one no, would listen that's to it. Right. Like, then it'd be like a whole nother Twitter thing where I'm like, oh, you got way more life scopes than I got. Great. Another thing I got to be on life scope. We don't measure it. There's no metrics. Perfect. It's I'll non-commercial, it. and uh, there are no metrics. We yeah, never, we'll we see. never for send now, that information. It's, it's not commercial for now, right? <laughs> as soon as it becomes a thing for the first it's six gonna weeks, take, <laughs> it's going to take off. And then I'm selling it to Rupert Murdoch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, now we're done. Uh, Andy Peters, when um, this will go up next week, but where can people find you? Where can people see oh, you? Man. What can the big what thing stuff? I want people? Uh, what do people need to know about to come to 
if you're in the Los Angeles region, is uh, January 31st uh, at LA Riot, the comedy festival. Yes. I'm doing this really cool show with really amazing people at the Regent Theater, January 31st, 6 p.m. We're doing, it's called The Bullshit Artist, and we're doing like a whole show where no one's doing material. It's going to be me, TJ Miller, mm-hmm. Rory Scovel, Todd Glass, Kumail Nanjiani and Gerard Carmichael. That's an amazing fucking lineup. <laughs> and no one's doing like written material. It's all going to be like, it's like a riff themed show where we're going to be doing a lot of loose, like goofing around on stage. So that'll be a big one. That's going to be my first like big theater show. It's the Regent Theater in downtown. Well, that sounds amazing. Um, yeah. That is my birthday, January 31st. Hey, come. Uh, well, Will Dave, you be gone? Well, no. Well, I don't know if I'll be here or not, but Dave, Anthony and Gareth and Patton are doing a show that day as well. So I don't know what time that is. Oh, but yeah. So you'll be around the festival. I said that I was going to go to that. So maybe if they're at different times, I will come and see both. That'd be cool. But come to that festival. That's the big, the whole festival is going to be amazing. Yeah. I, well, if I'm back, I, I have to go and get my visa renewed. So. Oh, is that tough? Yeah. But most of it's done now. There's still a little bit of it to go. Is but there a worry that you're going to get like not nah, allowed the, to come back? The, the kind of the that bit of it, the bit where everyone has to approve it, including like all the American acting unions and all those blah blah blah, have to like kind of approve your thing. That's the hardest bit, and that's all kind of done. I now oh, do, I now just have to go through the process so of America going to the gets meetings more and Will stuff. Anderson. Yes, yes, yes. For a little while at least, <laughs> I'm going to come and see Riot Festival, so that'd be really cool. Where can people find you, like online and stuff like that? Uh, Andy underscore Peters at I guess. Just, do we still say at or just do we skip at on Twitter now? What are just where say are most Andy underscore doing? Twitter? Andy, Andy underscore, underscore Peters. Peters on Twitter. Well, at. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really good at it. And well, my album's still on iTunes! Exclamation mark question point. Andy Peter, if you just search Andy Peters, you don't got to put all those words. But there's search Andy Peters in iTunes. Right, but we've talked Boom. about this before. Album. There are two Andy Peters, so yeah, it's you a, know, it's still a major problem. Yeah. There's too many. There's a couple. That's a whole other podcast. Yeah. I, there's an Andy Peters in Omaha that I'm still having beef with. There's the British <laughs> children's right. host Andy Peters, who I mean, he spells his A N D I, so there's not a lot of. Or, or, or we haven't had a beef, a major beef yet. But he's, I think, a little more famous than me over in yeah. England. So it's really uh, dampened my performing in England plans. When I first... Uh, <laughs> if I ever perform in England. When I first put episodes up uh, that had you in them, there was a couple of people from England who listened to this podcast who got excited that it was the other Andy Peters. Because yeah. I had not heard of the other Andy Peters Sorry, and then they listened to mine and they're like, what? Uh, that was, what is this? You know what it was? What is this? I don't know what Andy Peters does. But I, from just the way that people reacted to the idea I was He's having loved. Andy Peters on, loved. Yeah, He's that's loved. what I was about to say. He's people loved. were so excited. Yeah. And How do you think I feel? I've been living with this. I uh, can't go to England. If I, if I go to England, people are going to show up thinking it's so, A-N-D-I, yeah. Andy Peters, and he was loved. You just feel terrible for disappointing I'm gonna people. I'm going to let down. I'm going to have to apologize. People are like, what the fuck is this guy? <laughs> I've we, never, it's so, so I can never perform in England. Well, it's so funny because you were talking about uh, my new you know, app where I can just, you know, anytime get into this. Uh, yeah. Before this uh, conversation, we were talking about a great gig here in LA called uh, Hot Tub, yeah. uh, which occasionally we have had to host while uh, Kurt and Kristen have been You're away. You're doing it. And uh, they, uh, it's, we were just talking before we started about how it's a hard gig. It's one of the hardest. Because the hardest basically I've done in a long time. the introduction goes, hey, you know those people that you came here to see because they're the host of this show every week? They're not here. They're not here. Andy and I Peters. Found, and I found out today I'm doing it. Deal with that. Fans of those two. Now, you're, now you got this coming at you. You have no idea who I am, so buckle up. 
So it's a tough one. It is I, a little and tough. When one. they say my name and I come out, you hear audible people going, oh, oh, crap. It's just, and they don't. Which never puts me in the mood of like, hey, I'm going to give them my best joke. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to do my best. We've wasted our night. We picked the wrong line. Yeah, that's why Damn. you can't go to England because people would feel that. That would be about the feeling. You being the other oh, man, that's tough. Should I change my name just to have an England comedy name? Yeah, I reckon. When I go over there, I'm like a Rupert McGillicuddy and just like really go goofy. What about uh, Peter Sebastian? And Peter Andes? Peter Andes? You just do the classic, swap it around. Switch them up? Yeah. My middle name is Michael. Maybe I'd be like oh. Peter Michael Andrews. That sounds like very... Peter Ma- That's a good name for the British market. Yeah. Peter- Have you seen Peter Michael Andrews? Have you seen Peter Michael Andrews? Yeah. No, but I've seen Andy Peters. That's how they all talk in England. <laughs> no, but I'm fans of Andy Peters. I can't... I, I want to perform in England. It's one of my goals is to go overseas and start performing more. I'll just skip right to Australia. Is What is like the Andy Why Peters you say level of fame in Australia? None. The other I would Andy say Peters. none at all. Perfect. So you're fine. Go straight there. Good. Good. But... Maybe you do a tour of the United Kingdom and the show's called Andy Peters, not that one. Yeah. Like, you know, I would have to go that route. Maybe you get the other Andy Peters involved. He does a little, you know, hey, it's a popular children's entertainer, Andy Peters, is how I imagine he talks. Did you know he's a black guy? He's a black guy. Oh, is he? (laughs) It would not have affected my (laughs) accent in any way. (laughs) No, he's he's a British black guy. And um, yeah. Uh, I know it would be a problem. Oh, well, that's I would that have works. to like lean into it and do like because so you initially I would have hit the state, the disappointment the realization yeah. that it's not him would happen it would be immediate I would hit the stage and you would hear a theater of, uh, yeah and and but you'd be like you know you'd open on, with something about it you'd be like some people are like you know geez he looks different in person. <laughs> I would have to lean into it and do like yeah. a whole show where it's like there can only be one Andy Peters. Peters like Highlander. You show up yeah. to this place. Andy Peters versus... Oh, that's what you do. You get Andy the other Andy, Andy Peters. Yeah, Andy versus Andy. Yeah. Done. Yeah. I'm coming at you, Andy Peters. <laughs> Buckle up. Meet me in London. We'll do a whole thing. <laughs> I don't know where. I'm not very familiar. But you pick a place in London, you son of a bitch. <laughs> And we'll go mano a mano, home turf. This is how confident I am. Right. I could ask him to come to Los Angeles yeah. and figure out who the better Andy is, but I'm being the bigger man. I'm mm. being uh, a stronger challenger. I'm having it's more true. confidence in my You abilities. want to beat him on his I'll turf. I'll go to your home yeah. turf. And I'm talking like straight up and down uh, multifaceted uh, performer contest. Like we host a show, we have a host off. Okay. We have a stand-up comedy off. We have like a drama off. Maybe oh, we do like a okay. Shakespeare off. We do a Shakespeare play. Well, yeah. Well, that's good. You can do it at the Globe Theater. Yeah. Like it's right there. Weather, we have like a weatherman off. Like every facet. Oh, yeah. Every facet of entertainment. Of entertainment. Game show host off. Game show host off. And then we really figure out who gets to be the entertainment's Andy Peters. Yeah. I like it. Internationally. And I will do it in London. So, Andy, <laughs> I mean, if you want to fly me out to London. <laughs> Here's an idea for a television show. It's called Ultimate Me. This is my working title. Okay. Ultimate Me. Oh, you get title. all the use. Where you get all the people of your we name. We find multiple so Will Andersons. multiple people of the name. Yeah. And you get to decide. And the winner gets to keep the name Will Anderson. And everybody else has to change their name the to something else. have to like pick out of this grab bag yeah. as they get kicked off the show. Like, yeah. Oh, man. I'm uh, Sam Wilkingham. Ugh. Right. All right. But that's the name. You get that's the, your name. You get the chance to be the ultimate you. And then forever, the person who wins is like, yeah, I'm the only Will Anderson. I won. I won. 
Will Anderson, that one? Yeah. Yeah, that one. He's the, the one. only one. Yeah. We would run out of names that way if we did if we started to go that route. You'd start with popular names. Names would get a little ridiculous. No, they wouldn't. They'd just get more complex. Yeah, exactly. Like the nine hundredth person who doesn't get to be Will Anderson would be like uh uh well, Schmilkin Sheboygan. Not all of them are gonna go on the show, to be honest. So like we're really only gonna be able to deal with the ones who signed the contract to go on the show and to change their name. Some of the Will Andersons will just be like, fuck this What's shit. What's the name of the show? Ultimate me. Ultimate me. That's a great name. <laughs> That's a great name. Done. Sold. <laughs> okay, I'm in Denver. Um, probably when you're hearing this, but you know, come out and see my shows for the rest of the week. And uh, then after that, I'm doing set list at the uh, Improv uh, on the Friday before I leave to go back to Australia. My Fire at Will tour is on sale in Adelaide, Brisbane. Uh, it's sold out already in Canberra. Uh, Adelaide's selling pretty fast. Brisbane just went on sale uh, one week only. Melbourne, wow, crazy. Thank you so much for the tickets uh, that everyone is buying in Melbourne. Yeah, my show's selling out pretty fast too. I don't want to cut Are you off with my show. <laughs> Other, My shows are selling pretty fast. The too. other Andy Peters. Sorry to interrupt. Is that who you're talking about? <laughs> uh, hey, uh, my Wolu- are going fast. My Illuminati DVD is available. Uh, you know, buy that uh, for Christmas <laughs> as a present or something. That'd be cool. Uh, all right, that'll do. Uh, Andy Peters, it's been a pleasure. Thank, Thank you. Thank you friend. so much.